Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Oh, hello. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm back. Hooray. Hooray. Adel's stepped out again. You've stepped back yeah. in. Will there be an episode with all three of us ever again? Who knows? Like ships in the night. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what episode is this? 360... Seven. We're going to drink some beers. We're going to talk about some games. Uh, Lucy, I see mm-hmm. a beer in the background. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? I mean, as you can see, it's a beer from Polly's Bruco. Um, it's called Old Tech. Oh. Uh, and it's a Bohemian IPA. Okay. 5.8%. It's got Mosaic and Simcoe in it. Uh, I guess that's it. Yep. Nothing else really on the account. It's got oats in it. Um, yeah. What is a Bohemian IPA? An IPA that's Bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> The, uh, I put in I, uh, Bohemian I, and it does pop mm-hmm. up as the first um, thing. Um, Polly's are, Polly's the the beer old tech, is the fifth listing down in the thing. I don't have any website saying this is what a Bohemian IPA actually is. Just lots mm-hmm. of beers that are called Bohemian IPA. Um, there's a there is a beer recipe on a. Website called Brewers Friend. Um, okay. Yeah, I will put in Bohemian IPA style and see if anything comes up with that. Um, here we go. Oh, that's a Pilsner. Okay. It's giving me a. It's giving me a. What is a Bohemian beer style? According to the International Beer Awards style guidelines, right. a Bohemian style Pilsner should portray a light coloured. Clear beer with forward hop aromas and flavours that are floral, spicy, herbal, and earthy, with a slight malt sweetness and accompanying bitterness. Maybe it's just going to be that, but a bit bigger and a bit IPA-ish. IPA-ness. <laughs> mm, I tried to stay away from it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. Yes, absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see with the uh, what Bohemian IPA is in a few moments' time when Lucy is ready to drink it. I. Mm. I'm going to drink a beer from Magic Rock. Um, This was one of those beers I picked up in a large Tesco supermarket uh, a few weeks back. So it's been sat in the fridge for a little while. But it's uh, called Stiggy Pop. And it's Um, Mm 7.3%. As with all of Magic Rock's beers, there's no flavour text. Um, It gives me almost nothing. Except that it contains barley and rye. That's okay. it. I I've heard of um I'm pretty sure I've heard of the Stiggy Pop beer. Yeah. That, that one. He obviously evokes Yes, I I've had that, yeah. Okay, cool. because, um, you know, obviously Iggy Pop. Remember yes. it because of that, I'm sorry. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. It is a very memorable name, but Yes. We'll see whether it's all <laughs> it's Iggy Pop. We'll see whether it's all leathery and cocaine filled. Mm. Because there's like an artist called like Iggy Azalea, right? And I was like, "Is that like Iggy Pop?" <laughs> and it's like, "No, Grandma, sit there." <laughs> 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 
I was like, okay. Is that their actual name? Or? Stage name, just, yeah. just because they're leathery and topless all the time, probably. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> how close can you get know. to Iggy Pop? I don't really know. Iggy doesn't really come what. across as a like a, a, a real name, does it? I suppose. No, no. But I was like, are they named after Iggy Pop? And has Iggy Pop has a rebrand like the artist formerly known as Fritz? <laughs> <laughs> Just covered in flowers now instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, we're really showing our age. <laughs> Just a little bit. Should we, should we roll back round to the beers? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's a very pretty beer. Mm. Very um. Well, it's a solid block of yellow with uh, slightly foamy about one finger white head. Mm-hmm. Got some decent lacing on the glass. Smell wise, it smells like most Polly's beers. <laughs> Maybe it's um just their house use that is just mm. like so reminiscent and familiar. But yeah, it smells like. It smells like Solero. Ooh. Like a bit of mango, mm-hmm. bit of bit of citrus, maybe a bit of lemon. Nice. A bit, a bit of orange, tangerine. The fine polys yeah, tend to lean quite well into those slightly more ripe, danker flavours. Tell you what's dank. This beer. Nice. As soon as you said dank and I had a little t- swig of it. Mm. It has that, like, yes, very dank, almost like fresh hop kind of mustiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that is very nice. Mm. That's good. Good. I can't remember the last time I had a Polly's beer. It's been a while. Mm. Um, Same. mm. But um, flavour wise, yeah, it's got probably like a little bit of melon. Okay. Like, um,. Bit of melon, bit of, as I say, orange. Like that like that piffy bitterness that you get from like an orange. Mm. And yeah, maybe maybe um like confusing that a little bit of that bitterness with the pine and stuff like that in there. Mm-hmm. It's like quite resiny as well. But that that's that's seriously nice. Good. I mean all their beers are nice, let's be real. Yeah. I don't think I've had a bad beer from Polly's. Ever. I think I've had a a couple of like all right beers, but they've always been the ones that have been in the supermarket. That mm. you always feel again. Don't put anything past any of the brewers that want to put beers into the supermarket, but whether they're just you know like mass batch produced sort of thing to get the quantity kind of needed. Yeah, so that just yeah. changes things up just that little bit, even if it's brewed kind of in house. They're just using everything to brew a huge batch of it to, to kind of get it out. Um, and generally with the supermarket, everything's a bit of a lower ABV as well. Polly's are really good mm. at that kind of 65 to 8% beer as well. For sure. Yeah, this is 5.8. Um, okay, cool. I mean, it's, it's got that body to it. So, mm. you know, even though it, it has a lightness of like, flavor in terms of like it's very citrusy it's very piney very refreshing but you know it's not session strength you can still tell it's got a bit of body a bit of alcohol in it um mm. but yeah it's um i wouldn't say it's quite as full as some beers like that are just like 
you know, fruit bombs and got that whole, you know, that really big roundness and fullness to it. I wouldn't say it's got that, mm. but that's not a bad thing. Um, this just feels a bit more, a bit more fresh, a bit more okay. refreshing. Um, but this is nice. I think I think probably the last criticism that I well the only criti- criticism of Polly's that I've ever had is that they put out a lot of beers and a lot of them taste the same. Yeah, it's like can't really differentiate this between maybe the next Polly's I'm gonna have. Like nothing will stand out in my mind. Like oh yeah, the Bohemian IPA was better than this beer, that beer. It's mm-hmm. like no, that's not really the case. But that's also a good thing because I know anything that I pick up from them, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's part. It's part of the, yeah, it's part of the Auckland range old tech, Bohemian IPA. Still don't know what that means, but there you go. <laughs> but yeah, nice. it's nice. I mean, I'm probably going to finish this before we even start talking about games. <laughs> well, let me. This might be a two beer podcast. Yeah, let me jump into this uh, into this one very quickly then. Mm. Um, so this is a. I, I don't think I, I mentioned it's a, a New England IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, incredibly sweet nose. Like almost um, refresher bar candy, almost sherbet level of kind of sweetness mm. coming off of it. Okay, okay. I don't know whether it's more a combination of some kind of maybe mango, something sweet fruit with a little bit of a floral note, but that combination just comes across as a little bit like almost sherbet. Um, mm-hmm. It's similar to your beer, maybe a little bit darker. Um, it did have a, a fluffy head, which has dissipated a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yours is slightly darker shade. Right? Yeah. Um, so, as I was mentioning with the nose, it is more of a combination of something that is a, a that is a lot riper. So a really ripe kind of sweet mango flavour, which does edge into that dank end, and then this big floral hit. Mm-hmm. Something that's really kind of—it's not quite aftershave. It's not quite potpourri. It's <laughs> up there, though. It's really right. kind of alcohol, floral sort mm. of notes to it, which is very much as a combination, giving me that sort of refresher bar type flavour. But it's got this kind of cutting bitterness in it as well, mm. which is nice it cuts through quite well um it allows it not to just be sweet 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 just you know to the ceiling um it sort of just draws it back down a little bit and allows maybe mm-hmm. those slightly more ripe fruit flavors to edge up a little bit over that sweetness so, or over those floral, alcoholic kind of notes that are in there as well. And they don't take sort of precedent over it. They kind of almost, you know, you get kind of both at the start and that sweetness starts to rise very quickly, but that bitterness just, mm-hmm. just levels it back out again, really, um, which, is, which is good. Yeah. The problem, and I think the only issue with this beer is that because it's quite dry mm. in and and that flavor kind of levels out it all disappears a little bit too quickly so mm. the kind of the lasting flavor that i've got 
is more of the kind of more of the bitterness but with that floral alcohol note kind of right at the back of my mouth like really far back that you it can almost have disappeared entirely but it's just just lingering there enough but because it's so dry i've got to go back i get this kind of rebalance every single time um so let's see what it's like kind of halfway through and if that doesn't sort of you know edge constantly through wanting to to sort of balance Mm. back down um I mean, just means you'll just drink it quicker, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, where's yes. the taste gone? Yes, completely. Um, I haven't had a Magic Rock beer for ages. Uh, the ones that I had recently, gosh, I can't remember what they're called, but they are in like a 440ml can mm-hmm. and have that like same kind of art that's on yours. Um, I mean, Magic Rock art hasn't changed too much over the years, to be fair. Yeah. But um, like sort of like black background can and you know very vibrant abstract colours mm-hmm. on it. Um, they were all right. Uh, they were better than I thought they would be, be considering hadn't seen Magic Rock for ages in the supermarket. So as you say, quality may not be up to a standard that you know used to be. You know Magic Rock like seven, seven years, seven, eight years ago. But um, yeah, they were, they were all right. They were quite nice. So. Um, I think they were around about six point five percent, like IPAs and stuff. So, so yeah, and I was generally impressed at like I was like, oh, they they managed to keep the quality on these ones, but um, yeah, I just want to make sure it isn't <laughs> it wasn't also sticky pop. <laughs> <laughs> Might be on untapped. Might be. Ooh. I'm not very good at untapped like for the last seven. Oh man, for, years. for years. I know you've you've dropped off completely, but um. I do it for my own, I you know, times like this where I try and remember which ones I had. Um, profile, it would have been recently. Mm, uh, <laughs> no. You just track through like, who knows? Who knows in the end? There's an ad on here. I didn't even know they had ads on here. Yeah, interesting. Um, I I hadn't realised that Magic Mm -hmm. Rock were no longer Lion Kirin owned. Um, They're owned by now. They're now owned by Odyssey Inns. And that was a 2022 thing. So I'm I'm only a year behind. Um, I'm fascinated by these ads. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I mean, it has to keep afloat somehow, and it's like good for yeah, them, absolutely. you know. Um, I just, yeah, I didn't expect to see it. Yeah. Um, um, as long as they're not tar- oh, they're targeted because those are showing shoes that I already own. <laughs> Let's turn that off. Brilliant. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'll figure out how to turn those off. I want to see uh, adverts for Viagra, please. Nice. And nothing else. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Um, stuff I don't need. So a uh, an article in the Brewers Journal, um, mm-hmm. which is one of the first ones that came up when I put in uh, Magic Rock owners, because um, I knew that they, I thought that they were owned by Lion, but obviously not. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Um, so both Magic Rock and Four Pure were acquired by Odyssey Inns um, back in 2022. Um, 
sure. Okay. I don't know who I mean... Odysseans are. Um, oh, here you go. Little bit of background. Uh, the Odyssey team is yeah. this is for, as I say from Brewers Journal. The Odyssey team is led by Stephen Cox. Stephen is an industry leader and brings with him more than 20 years of experience in the world of hospitality and the UK pub sector. He also co-founded Devon's Utopian Brewing and has worked with, oh, uh, as well as pioneered a number of okay. brands in the hospitality and drinks sector. So hopefully it's some decent people steering the ship again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what Odyssey Inns are as a, uh, as a company. Um, obviously there was a lot of issue around both Fuel Pure and Magic Rock when they were picked up by Lion and Lion's um, yeah. very sketchy operations in other countries and donations of funds and things like that. Um, it's all up mm-hmm. for criticism. Every company that exists in the world is up for criticism. Um, so hopefully yeah. Odyssey Inns are just shit. They're just they're just you know they haven't done anything. They're rubbish. They're boring. Nothing to chat about. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. But the, uh, as you say, like the owner, well, the founder of like Utopia, that mm. makes me feel better. Absolutely. Um, without having done any research into it, obviously. <laughs> but um, yeah, that name attached, I, I guess, makes me feel a bit more comfortable. And as I say, maybe it reflected in the beers that I had recently yeah. from them. Mm. Which may or may have not been Diggy Pop. <laughs> we'll talk about these beers more at the end of the episode let's launch then into some games um i don't think we're going to repeat on games that we've played this week at least um because i played Mm. one thing for about (laughs) an hour okay okay um which i randomly just chose on the old mm. PlayStation Plus Extra game catalog um, okay. which is, I forget the full name of it because it sounds like um, Far Loan Sales but it's not It's called. A... Are you playing some anime game that no. has like 12 names? No. And well, 12 hyphens and semicolons. It's got so many guys. Jet colon oh, the, far the Far Shore, Shore. and Given Time which was a, a DLC released for it, which basically doubles the size of the game. Another story element afterwards. Um, interestingly, with Jet, when you start it up, uh, it comes up saying, do you want to play Jet the Far Shore, or do you want to play Given Time? We suggest, if you want to play Given Time, that you've played the Far Shore first. And at the bottom, it says both, take each of them take around about 12 hours to play through. And I'm like, cool, 12 hours is okay for me to kind of pick up and put down over sort of half an hour to an hour sort of sessions over the next kind of few weeks. Um, I don't know if I'll get to given time, but so far Mm -hmm. with Jet, I'm enjoying several things about it and really disliking a few other things about it. That's what I've heard. I'm really (laughs) like in the middle with this at the moment. And I think if I give it another hour... That's kind of going to make or break whether I push through with playing it. Um, so, as a very brief overview, you kind of, and the main element of the game is controlling a a ship, kind of like a plane. It sort of hovers, it kind of flies, 
it's not quite a spaceship it's not quite a plane um but you are a, a character who is basically <laughs> I was just thinking, yeah. is it a bird is it a plane it's not quite a bird it's not quite a plane <laughs> definitely not superman in any way at all um you uh, are basically sent off to another planet um it, it's a little bit of story a little bit of preamble kind of gives you the idea that the world that you're on is ending um you mm-hmm. you travel around you do the sort of the tutorial through the the, the planet that you are on um or the planet that you have lived on and you're getting familiar with the controls of the ship and it all kind of feels quite nice in terms of sort of speeding up through things and the momentum that you get with that traversal across the sort of the open sea that you're kind of uh, uh, flying across the top of there's a they call it a pop but it's like a little jump so you can kind of jump over obstacles and, and things like that as you're going through. There's a little bit of management with sort of the... It's not really a boost. You essentially hold down R2 to go fast. But you can only mm-hmm. do so for, I don't know, say like 10 seconds. But then if you let off for maybe two, it will then let you boost for another five seconds sort of thing. So there's a little bit of management with the sort of the speed that you're having to sort of go around up. And all of this has been absolutely fine. The game looks really good. I like the yeah, music. Yeah. The sound design works really well. And it looks it, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Like, I've never like seen what this game looks like. <laughs> I've only just heard about it. Um, but it's like Thomas the Tank Engine. Well, it's, it's like it's very tonal <laughs> in its aesthetic. You know, it's kind of you. You could be forgiven for thinking of some screenshots that it's a little bit kind of No Man's Sky, but it's. Mm. But actually, when you look at No Man's Sky, that is an incredibly vibrant uh, uh, game, just full of colour in some spaces. Whereas Jet kind of balances out its colour with sort of greys and browns, you know, kind of hills that don't have any growth on them, and then maybe some kind of reddish orange kind of grass that floats across sort of the the, the, the lower slopes of these hills sort of thing. Um, and the sky always looks like really, really good. There's lots of nice weather effects that are going on as well. And it, it just looks excellent. It's a very good mm-hmm. aesthetic and tone yeah. to this game. Yeah. Um, this guy looks like the fat controller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rap, anyway. rap music on in the background to the same Thomas oh, the Tank God. Engine beat constantly all the way through. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I like what i have played so far mm-hmm. my issues and they're kind of one's minor and mm-hmm. one is quite major the minor one is that the the chat and the text that comes over when the game is saying you should do these things is very slow to react to when i've actually done them so the game is trying to tutorialize a couple of bits um, you get a grapple hook on the on the uh, on the ship, which uh, um, you can control when you get within proximity of things. So basically, you can just send it out to pick something up and take it with you, really. And I'd travelled around, something popped up, and I'm like, "Oh, what's that? Why is it? Why is something hovering over this thing that's flying around? Oh, I've got mm-hmm. this grapple hook. Cool. Press square. Done. And I'd grabbed it. I'm like, right, what do I do with it now? Well, I'll just I'll drop it. Fine, cool. So I dropped it, and I carried on my merry way, 
and the character that's co-piloting in the back who is giving you these tutorials who's sort of he's talking to you and telling you kind of what to do uh, basically was like five minutes after i'd grappled it was like you should get your grapple hook out because you can grapple the thing that you have found. I'm like, what the fuck? We were talking about yeah. something completely different. Where has this uh-huh. bit of uh, sort of speech kind of come from? It's it's a little bit late. I'm well past all of this now. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm finding that happens quite a lot. That I am playing a little bit quicker than the pace of the game almost wants me to. Uh-huh. But there's no um, kind of detection, I suppose with the game to go he's already done that we don't need to either i either a give it to him or mm-hmm. b have a little bit of flavor text which says i was going to tell you to use the grapple hook but you know how to do that now uh, you know mm-hmm. there's there's nothing there it just is almost pre-recorded and goes cool you've done a you've hit point a so we need to tell you this you've hit point b we need to tell you this you've hit point c we need to tell you this whether you've done the things that it's telling you to or not. So, a little bit of an annoyance, you know, uh, a minor issue. The big, or the bigger issue I have, is that whilst the ship feels fantastic to fly around in, and to have that big surge of speed, and to keep up the momentum... It's got a lovely little uh, um, kind of drift as well, so it will break and you can just sort of slide around a little bit and you can pop to the to the left and right. Um, the game kind of asks you to be stationary a little bit and you can turn your engines off and sort of just hover and you might have to scan something or try and pick something up to then take somewhere else and do something with. Um, and that feels quite awkward I think the game would prefer you to be constantly moving and and speed through these spaces. But when you have to go slow, it just feels too slow. Okay. And and that's the again the problem with the text and or or the kind of what the co-pilot is trying to take it feels a little bit too slow. So on one hand the game is really good at having this momentum and this pace to it and it just drags it back by hmm. making you do a couple of things. Uh, so I think it's, if the game stops doing that, and maybe it's just because hmm. it's the tutorial and it's the first kind of hour of the game, it wants you to experience a little bit of everything that you should be doing within this, that um, maybe it won't happen quite so much as I'm playing through. And that's, yeah. that's sort of my hope, that it just allows yeah. me to just be like, cool, ping, I'm gone. I'm off to explore this strange new world that we've kind of appeared on and travel around it and, and all of this sort of stuff. And the kind of the intrigue that comes through the characters that have traveled to this world because they've already started to establish a few kind of characters and uh, and stuff. So it seems like it's a really interesting game. Yeah. Just held back slightly. Like this seem frustrating. Mm. It's sort of like if you were playing Spider-Man. And like every time he gets a call from MJ, you have to like sit on a roof or do the gears of war, like hold hold my uh, hold my finger to my ear, slow walk, slow walk, and, um, yes. Mm, although in gears of war they did it very well because it's like 
press the button to look at the big monster over there. I was like, that was cool. Gears is so good. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how we got to Gears of War. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, on Steam it says mostly positive reviews, which is... I can't believe this game came out in 2021. I thought it was last year, but um, from like all the podcasts that I listened to, that when it came out, because this is like the game from the, oh here it even says on the Steam page, um, uh, immersive sim elements from Super Brothers, Super Brothers, yes, or Sword and Sword Sorcery, and sorcery. EP. Mm. yeah, which was like. I I think because it's like cult status almost mm. that game like. I enjoyed it, but not to the point where it was like, oh, this is a amazing, this is like seminal, you know, history books kind of game. I think it was because very much early, like, mobile phone game where, you know, it was, it was at that time, you know, where it's like, this is novel and anything that isn't just like microtransaction crap. <laughs> that comes out on mobile um, is like good <laughs> but yeah I, honestly I don't think it's one that I will ever get around to mm. um, but it seems cool the art style's cool I, I, I think I think what would probably interest me most if, is if the story went anywhere so if you continue playing it let me know yeah <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. I mean, I think PlayStation Plus Extra is probably the perfect place for you to play it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I completely yeah. agree. Um, it, you know, it's one of those kind of games, you know, the amount of games that we've kind of picked up a little bit for 10 minutes when we all had mm-hmm. Game Pass and gone, cool, I played 10 minutes of that. I don't need to, I don't need to play any more of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, exactly. it is the there, perfect There was place. literally a game that looks like this where you play and there's this little disc and just flying through the air and I could not play it because I just couldn't work out the controls <laughs> and it was like yeah I tried it, no um, I'm good. And that's all you can do just try it. Yeah um, I do have um, Life is Strange True Colours downloaded uh, as well, yeah. ready to kind of start Oh Christ, um, I think that left Game Pass recently, it was okay. on my list to play so that's upsetting um, just haven't played games this year, it's yeah, it's a, you know, it's a difficult time yeah. to find uh, yeah. that space to be able to do it in. Um, you know, I was playing through The Last of Us um, mm-hmm. and had to drop it. Um, it's still installed, I can go back to it whenever I want, but um, because of when the kids were coming down, um, and I was coming down first with, with Indy, mm-hmm. um, just being able to kind of put her on the floor so she can play and I can kind of put the PlayStation on. As soon as Evelyn came down, I'm like, right, well, the zombie exploding game has to go off of the telly. <laughs> she picks up on fucking everything. Um, oh, so let's play something that is, you know, yeah, she's sat there reading subtitles. Uh, I'm like, well, I can't even put my when headphones they can in. Read, it's game now. over. Just, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, so something like Jet, which is a little bit sort of story heavy, but is maybe a bit more abstract, um, isn't quite as easy to pick up on maybe if you're a passive observer than you're actually kind of actively playing the game. Um, True Colors, I think, will be an interesting one to try and balance whilst having her within the room still. So I think it deals with a lot of heavy subjects um, that... 
would probably well, be really weird if yeah. taken out of context if she suddenly looks at the screen and starts to read subtitles. Like, why Why is that person affecting people's moods and all of this sort of shit? It's like, oh, it's just a game. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Just yeah. so. Well, she's lived through one pandemic. She can take this. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's hard and Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The age of, like, is she eight? Six? Six. Yeah. Yeah. Six. yeah. She, I mean, she, she, she's going to be like Ellie and just stabbing zombies in the <laughs> neck. Maybe I should, <laughs> just in case actually, maybe I should play The Last of Us. So she's like, oh, I know what to do. Cool, this is a good instruction yeah. video of what You know I how to... to make a gun now. Yes. <laughs> and like <laughs> uh, pipe bombs. <laughs> That's what you want to teach your kids. Just get a age. phone call from school. Like, um, Evelyn had a shiv <laughs> yeah. in her pocket and we don't know why. Like, well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> She might need it. Yeah. Never know when yeah, the zombie exactly. outbreak. Talk to start. her about it. Why are you phoning me? <laughs> and if any pandemic should ever start, it would definitely be at like a school where all those <laughs> nasty little children are. So, you know, just That's prepare enough. Yeah, absolutely. Enough. Um, but yeah, so I will continue on a little bit with Jet. Uh, hmm. um, so we'll see how it how it goes. Uh, if I do drop it, then you'll be hearing about um, Life is Strange next week. Uh, okay. If not, and I do continue with it, I'll probably shut up yeah. next week and just open the floor to everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's it really for me. Um, so Lucy, cool. what have you mm. what have you been up to for the last well uh, two weeks now actually? Yeah, mm. I mean not much. Uh, still vampire <laughs> survivors every now and then to uh, get my achievements. Nice for my. Microsoft Rewards points, but other than that, I did play. Was it yesterday? Um, Shadows of Doubt, which is oh yeah, mm. um, the early access immersive sim detective game. Um, because it's in early access, it's like okay, I don't want to, I don't want to binge on it too much just yet. Um, so I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what it's about because it seems really cool. Mm-hmm. It's um, very much a Deus Ex FPS. Um, it's got. A, it's all made out of voxels. Um, basically, it like procedurally generates the cities and all the inhabitants and like cases. You're basically playing as like you know noir detective kind of uh, kind of stereotypical um, you know detective. Even though there's not much story originally. It opens the game with like okay. It's basic, basically Blade Runner, <laughs> you know. It's like uh, it's in the near future, everything's gone to pot. <laughs> um, you know, uh, metropolitan cities, and basically now, basically going back to like nineteen eighties <laughs> New York, like just rife with crime and everything like that. So it's just like okay, um, very Blade Runner ish, but set in this like really cool voxel like world. Um, it, it's very striking. Um, I need to get it up on the PC, uh, my, my PC and proper PC. Yeah. I played it on Steam Deck, and it's not the most ideal place place to play it. Not because it doesn't work, because um, even like you know, just dropping down the settings, it's like it runs fine. Maybe a few hitches here and there on the Steam Deck, but otherwise, it's very much playable. And out of the box, they have controller um, like prompts and stuff like that, but. It is very much a game that I just want to get up on the PC. Yeah. Um, like maybe when it comes out officially, get it up on the PC, run it at like 
the max settings that I can because like the lighting looks really good and you know just the whole ambiance and environment and you know that very dingy looking noir look but set in like mm. a voxel voxel um, art style it was really good um so yeah but it runs on steam deck fine um as i say it's got a because it, it's an immersive sim and it's got so many different things you can do within the world it's like okay i just tried it on steam deck for convenience mm-hmm. um but i will get it up on the pc because it's like yeah mouse and keyboard is going to be the best thing to play it with um because there is so much to do i launched into the game in a pre-built scenario where it's like okay we know what cases are going to be we know what's the, the the you know outlay of the city the which npcs and you know their daily cycles it's like I, I loaded into a pre, you know, pre-made thing, um, as pre-made as you can get, because it is all like procedurally generated. Mm. But um, just for a tutorial mode, you can just jump in there already, like just create a random world for me, like this random seed, um, which is really cool, like Minecraft X almost. Yeah. Um, but I did, I went into the one that was like tutorial because it's like, okay, I need, I need to figure out how this game works, you know, first time playing it tutorial uh, mode, but. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, you just start there in your apartment and it's like, okay, you get this, <laughs> it's so cliche, you get this note slid under your door and it's like, okay, it's got a name. It's like, why, who's this? Why are they sending me a name? I just have just a name. And it's like, okay, you look in the phone book at the directory and stuff like that um, and you go to their apartment. But like, all between like, you know, just you just doing like very simple things at the start, like okay, figuring out who this person is, knowing where they live, and going to it. It's like I already see all like all the different possibilities of things. It's like just looking around the apartment, and it's like you pick up most objects, and you imagine like a lot of these objects are going to have reasons to be there, like yep. batteries or salt <laughs> or something like that, and it's just like oh okay. And um, it does a really good um, job of tutorialising it. Um, I mean, it is giving you, you know, walking you through this scenario. It's very much like, okay, like a Hitman level, if you turn on all the tutorials and everything, it's like, okay, it's literally just going to hold your hand all the way through, which is what this is doing. But in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, oh, okay, when I'm let loose on my own, I'm just thinking of all the different things and all the different possibilities. But... um, it's it's basically like, okay, I've got the name of this person. It's like, okay, I, I went to their apartment. They're dead on the floor. <laughs> and it's like, oh, how did that happen? And it's like, you can fingerprint things, like oh, check for prints ooh. all around the the apartment. It's like, if a camera pick, picks you up, it's like, okay... You're probably, you know, someone might sign the alarm or something, you know, get caught or you can disable alarms. Everyone's got like different um, schedules. So it's like, okay, this person goes to work at this time and comes back home at this time. And it's like, I went into this apartment building to find them that had, gosh, I think it was like 14 floors. And it's like, I just was like, okay, I'll just go to a random one first, you know, veer from like the tutorialized path. And it's like, okay, I, you know, there was this woman in this apartment that had to like 
puncher because <laughs> I went there <laughs> and just, you know, trespassed on her property. But it's like, oh, if you take something from this property, like individual items, and you're like caught with them, it's like, okay, this is like, can amount to this fine or that mm. fine. And it's like, just so many endless possibilities of like, okay, I can find out who this person is by like the photographs that they have in nice. their house or the ID card that's like left on a counter or, you know, who, who last called, um, on their phone and just all these different things. And like, it's, I think the, yeah, I mean, it's, it'd be cliche of me to say like the possibilities are endless, but it's going to be incredible to see, in that procedural generation, how many different types of, like, scenarios they can produce from using the mechanics of that world, like, say, this, this, um, uh, killer, maybe it's like, you know, you could find out how he killed this guy just from fingerprinting a hammer, and then finding out where the hammer was bought, Mm. and, you know, maybe going through CCTV cameras or computer logs of who bought this from, you know, uh, this store. Or maybe it's like, okay, I call the number who last called him. Is this, you know, someone who was there that night? Did they see who they were with? Did they know if they were, you know, a a work colleague? Did they not show up to work this day or that day? So it's like so many things that they could do with what seems to be like, the mechanics that I've only scratched the surface mm-hmm. of, just in, like, the first bit of the tutorial. Yeah, this is... I think this is one to look out for. I, it, I mean, it, it seems... It seems really insane cool. that it has mm-hmm. that level of freedom to it, because when you think of Immersive Sim, you think of something like Deus Ex, or the games that have kind of spun around that idea of an Immersive Sim, they're actually quite restrictive in what they allow you to actually do you know yes mm-hmm. uh, you've got to get into this room to find an item and Deus Ex is very kind of linear in its story progression in how it wants you mm-hmm. to approach it and it is yes it's an immersive sim because you have approach number one shoot the fuck out of everything Approach number two, (laughs) stealthily go through the vents. Approach number three, hack the door and the cameras. And it's kind of those three things. And you pick whichever Mm -hmm. one you want Mm -hmm. to do. And you maybe spec out a build to improve on some of those things. Same with something Mm -hmm. like Cyberpunk when it came out. um, And kind of everything is sort of revolved around this idea that an immersive sim, even things like Deus Ex, uh, not Deus Ex, uh, Dishonored and stuff, which isn't mm-hmm. quite the most sort of edges on that kind of yeah. side yeah. of things. You have these different ways of being able to achieve the same goal, let's say. This yeah. sounds yeah. like you're trying to achieve a goal, but you've got 20 different ways of being able to do it, 40 different ways of, of being yeah. able to do it. And none of them revolve around necessarily having to have a set of skills which you've specced out in a, in a skill tree. It's actually kind yeah. of just man about town with just his normal (laughs) kind of you know living his life yes he's in a slightly noir uh almost blade runner-esque type future city but and he and he may have certain things at his disposal that he can use like the fingerprint kit and those sorts of things but actually Mm -hmm. there's lots of uh environmental clues 
there's lots of uh, active clues and mm-hmm. this sort of stuff to be able to sort of tie all of this together. Um, and I see from some of the images on Steam, you know, uh, uh, suddenly there's this kind of web of little um, yes. pictures of people and got like a chalkboard of, yeah, that yeah, you can pin things absolutely to. and all yeah. of these lines going between them and extra and pieces of information every object in the game has like you know you can pin it so like say I picked up this hammer um, and it's like okay it tells me okay what it is what is a hammer yeah but it could be like okay where it was bought and then I can maybe there's a link between I don't know the shop where it's bought and maybe the shop's owner and like all this and all that, so you can pin like literally anything on a corkboard mm. and like do the classic detective thing in that, which is you know I think a lot of games strive to do, but it's like probably don't have the systems in place for it to be as comprehensive as you'd want it to be mm. and feel like an actual detective. I think that's so. that's the limitation, isn't it? A lot of the time, it's the systems mm-hmm. and the power yeah. of whatever console. You know, what was Deus Ex? The last Deus Ex game on PS. Three generation rather than PS4. Was and it Human Revolution? Human Revolution. There was one after yeah. that, wasn't there? That came out. Um, I swear there was one last generation. That wasn't that good. Oh no, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Ooh, average. I, I, I think because the uh, the last mm-hmm. was... the last role on Deus Ex as as a franchise was two games, which was planned to be three, but they never released and never oh. they never finished that that trilogy. Um, so they never finished mm-hmm. the third game. Um, a, a very quick Google will let us know. One yeah, was yeah. One, one was Human was Revolution. Like very average. Uh, was mankind, that the PS3 one? Or? Mankind divided. Yes, man divided. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Which was a it was a PS4 and Xbox One game. Mhm, mhm. But yeah, I mean, you, like you spoke of like the original Deus Ex and stuff like that, or even the original ones. A lot of it is like shoot or try something else like whereas in this this is very much more of a i don't know a heady thinking man's kind of game Mm. like if it's like based on like actual detective work um whereas like you know especially the more recent deus exes we're following a story um whereas this just seems like no, we're just gonna have crimes and it's like <laughs> solve them. From what I, I I can gauge, I don't know if there's gonna be an actual like story mode or just like pop into a randomly generated world and figure it out. Sort of like I I don't know what the new Hitman mode. Um, gosh, what's it called? I can't even remember. But it's more of a roguelite-y kind of yeah. Thing world of Assassination like, is the new title for the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I, I can't remember what the particular mode was, but it feels like more of that where you're using your own deduction rather than following the beats of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, even back back way when... I, I remember seeing recently, um, it was like a gif of, like, Deus Ex, and um, it was trying to, like, hop over, like, these, these lasers um, by, like, <laughs> um, stacking these boxes or something. And, like the box set fire to like there was an oil drum there yeah. like on fire and the box like set a light and then like this just these these bits of paper were just like scattered from like the the boxes and set off the alarm <laughs> and it's like this is a game from like 2001 yeah. and it's just like you know having those systems there in place 
is like just nuts. But yeah. um, so yes, it seems impressive what they can do now. But it's like you know all the GPU and CPU in the world now. It's like yeah, maybe 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 they should be um, able to do this. Sure. But yeah, I think as you say, I think it'll live and die on the amount of scenarios that they can put into the game and put into a procedurally generated world where it's not always the same, you know, string of, okay, this is the victim, this is the murder weapon, this is, you know, it's not, hopefully it won't be like Clue, yeah. Cluedo, yeah, yeah. because it's like, you know, hopefully they will have, with all these systems, the hope is like, they'll just think of random things that like most people wouldn't have thought of or maybe the community can make things that most people wouldn't have thought of um and yeah that, that's the hope that's the hope as i say it's still early access i think i played about two hours of it okay and i got killed so oh wow <laughs> it's like I, I i you know i i tried to escape the apartment and it didn't go too well um didn't yeah. have enough skill. And the whole place got locked down. Getting in fucking air vents <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, um, yeah, there are air, there, there yeah. are vents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course. But um, yeah. So. Interestingly, the uh, description for the game on Steam is an immersive sandbox detective stealth game set in a fully mm-hmm. simulated sci-fi noir city of crime and corruption. Think like a private investigator and take on jobs to earn cash on your path to catching a serial killer. If you don't catch okay. them, they will kill again. So it does seem like there's maybe a kind of, you know, uh, one kind of big bad, at least, running yeah. through this kind of thing. But you can do lots of bits in between, you know, every third, every fifth, maybe not even, you know, there's no frequency to it. But mm-hmm. every so often you're like, cool, I'll go and take on this job. Great, I've understood that. I've done it and we've worked it out. But whilst I've been doing that, something has happened on this mm. bigger storyline narrative. Because, as you say, and, and very impressively, if characters are on, uh, um, you know, certain kind of systems to take them through, uh, like it's a day rotation kind of thing, and maybe that kind of alters and and stuff kind of every couple of days and those sorts of things, that stuff yeah. will happen without you. It will be this living world that will just go on. And that is what we have spoken about for years of wanting to mm-hmm. actually experience that the world just lives. And if you ain't fucking doing what you need to do, yeah, stuff happens. So yeah, yeah, this 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 looks, and from what you sort of said of this sort of the first sort of scenario that you've jumped into, does look yeah. really impressive in yeah. the in what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, let alone yeah. the kind of you know absolutely ridiculous aesthetic that it's that it's gone for yeah <laughs> um, and just how good that lighting and, and those sorts of things uh yeah. look with it so yeah it's something that has a ton of potential mm. and i hope it fulfills that i hope it's just like you know because i don't want like as i said that that, that apartment building where I, I i find the guy um it had tons of flaws but if you go into each say if you just like okay i'm gonna knock on every door or whatever i don't want it to be like okay it's just here as set dressing i want something interesting you know in those apartment buildings that you know make you know exploring what seems like such a cool space um worthwhile so Mm. Mm. as i say it's how much it's how much they can 
fill it out with, you know? Um, make each of those environments and interiors interesting and worth the time Absolutely. like exploring. Obviously, like having like, I don't know, say forty apartments in one place, it's like, okay, not exactly all gonna be related to the case, but if it's like oh, I go into this apartment and you know, I realise that I don't know this guy seems a bit shady or something like that, you know, what are the what are the stories of the people in this place? It's sort of like I guess like GTA, you know, sometimes you just randomly go see you know, randomly follow an NPC or something. And it's like it could be you know, each of each of those stories mm. like filter into something it doesn't even have to be related to the case, just something a bit more interesting than okay, they just go to work and you I don't know if you see them or whatever. Yeah, or, the, the, this or like, this yeah. one character is just stood here forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is interesting, and it, it's like, oh, the, you know, they went to this club or something, mm. and this club's seedy, and this club has some dodgy dealings going on. You know, you know what I mean? It's like I want it to be like have more things that are just like off the beaten path, sure, not just like okay. This is this is like very tunnel vision. I need to find this guy's killer and just like mm. have that be the only objective, and follow this very rigid string. I don't want that. It's like I want the whole world to feel like it's not all part of a crime syndicate, but just like have interesting things going on. But I mean, it's a tall ask. Maybe I'm yeah. I'm asking yeah. for much, but it, it seems very promising with what they with what they can do. Um, and yeah, it's in early access, so mm. possibly more mechanics um, will be added. I'll probably have to read the roadmap and map and see what they're planning to add, um, if it, or if it's just like polishing. Yeah, some of the um, some of the answers within their early access questions are very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. In you know that, why early access, they very much say that the game is kind of pretty much made. But they didn't mm-hmm. want to release a game and then come up with a bunch of bugs or people who start to experience issues. They want to capture them first before a full release um, because of, as they say it, given the massive scope of the game and the nature of its AI systems, launching in early access first allows us to identify any unusual edge case issues. Okay. Um, yeah. And it says that the game that they're planning at least for it to be in early access for six months. So it's going to come out around about November, uh-huh. December time as maybe a finished kind of uh, product. Um, but again, they say very much, although this could extend depending on player feedback and development updates. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going into a, a, a little bit of um, depth in their answers about you know why they've gone into early access and, and that sort of thing as well. Uh, but yeah, just very impressive so far, just mm-hmm. from what you've yeah. said and what yeah. I've read now. So. Uh, one to just keep an eye on I guess Um, and it will be I I suppose it's one of those unlike something like Darkest Dungeon 2 which is here is the bare bones of the game we've released it as not not the bare bones at least here is the ideas that we currently are running with for the game Mm -hmm. as our 0.1 early access version right we've really changed something in point two and point three then amends this bit over here point four then has changed these kinds of things point five has added mm-hmm. more characters 
and, and running through it like this, this game seems like it's there. And actually what yeah. you're playing now, Lucy, is likely mm-hmm. to be very, very similar to the final version. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're ensuring there's no big issues with okay. what you're yeah. actually playing. You know, you go to the apartment and suddenly the cops bust in because the guy who's dead was wanted for drugs and you're fucking just shot on sight. Like, yeah. could happen, yeah. but would be very frustrating if you've just started the game. So let's make sure that that doesn't happen, that that, that tag that this dead body has um, doesn't include one that's going to make everybody suddenly appear in the room and do some shit for... I guess it's that kind of tweaking and ensuring that those systems mm-hmm. are running very smoothly that they're looking yeah. at uh, ensuring that they've done before it releases as a full version. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, it's always a worry with procedurally generated games, like how much of, you know, what needs a human touch, like mm. creating new scenarios, new ways of murder and stuff like that. To make sure the game doesn't get repetitive with just like yes. solving cases in the same way, or not even the same way, using the exact same mechanics. Like, okay, do fingerprint, and I don't know, go to somewhere where the deceased recently went and fingerprint in that place, you know? And it just seems like it would be a missed opportunity if it was okay. We're just gonna use this more as a stealth game rather than like a thinky thinky game. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I'll, I'll check yeah. back in with it. Um, I'd, I'd love to speak to these guys as well, the, or the the, t- mm. the team, to see kind of you know they're like yeah we played lots of Deus Ex, we played some Prey, we we mm-hmm. played a little bit of L.A. Noir, uh, we love Blade Runner, you know to, to see where all of these kinds of things have have, have fed in. And for them to mm-hmm. go, cool, we liked, you know, Deus Ex, but we liked L.A. Noir, but, you know, all mm. of those, we found that there were these restrictions in these kinds of ways, and we want to just break that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Good. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else this week that you'd like to touch upon? Fortunately, no. Okay. Um... Yeah, nothing. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, uh, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's a weird year for video games and me. It's nothing's grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dredge was probably the last game that I was just like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. And grabbed me and just played it non-stop until it was done. I, I my heart is clearly yearning for um, <laughs> Hollow Knight. Mate, who knows? It's not happening. There is an Xbox showcase coming up next month. Is it scheduled for June? I think. And I'd imagine there's going to be, you know, around that E3 sort of time, there's going to be everyone that's going to do a little thing. Um, It's not part of E3, but. My heart can't take it anymore, Ben. (laughs) Does does Needle suddenly (laughs) just appear on screen? On a on a switch, you know, treehouse, not treehouse, what are they called now, a direct thing, uh, yeah, um, and then just don't, disappear don't, again, don't give me and hope. just a just yeah. a date, not even not even gameplay, just a still image of needle, and then a date. They should really like. just drop it, like <laughs> like randomly, and just break the internet, <laughs> just because it would be funny. You know what I mean? 
It would be funny. It would. Um, I, I, I don't want to wait anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, okay, at least Blasphemous 2 is out and, well, coming out and mm. will be real. Um, did you ever finish the first no. one? No. Oh, absolutely not. I, I doubt I even got halfway through. Um, oh, okay. It just I the 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 diff- I don't know whether it was because of the areas that I was trying to access, and maybe there was an mm-hmm. easier path to go on, but I the the skill level of that game jumped massively, oh, right, me, and okay. I didn't jump yeah. with that, so uh, I just <laughs> I bashed my head several times. Oh, I'm like then. I'm gonna put it down for yeah. a bit, but I never went back to it. So, oh, that's fair. Mm. I mean, we're just different different games. Yeah. I, I thought it was quite. Straightforward and easy. So fucking easy, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's that's well, maybe not easy. But most bosses, like I killed, like second time. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was, but I might, as I say, my brain's broken in a very particular way. I think um, it was more the traversal yes, and the placement yes. of the kind of just in harder. the world enemies <laughs> yeah. that was the hard part of that game. Mm. I was like, okay, I cool. Going up some like snowy mountain, yes. and that was like, and, and there's fucking <laughs> wind. And the like, cool, yeah. yeah. You know, this is this is. <laughs> I've, I've played this kind of thing before. I've got to yeah. adjust yeah. for wind. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, I think that was the hardest part of the game, mm. and that's quite early on. Yeah. So I can see why that would like put people off. Yes. But yes. um, I'm stubborn and. I like the art. <laughs> but it's, it's then when you go, cool. I've the unlocked. Cool. You know, I've unlocked a lift. Which brings me here <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. a little bit later, yeah. and, and those sorts of things. You're like, cool, that's great. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna retreat back to the, the the man with who's fucking blind and chat to him for a little bit. He's not gonna tell me anything <laughs> new. He doesn't give a shit. Like, just gonna chat to him for a bit. I don't want to he doesn't care about your then. plight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, help the people. Yeah, that game's like, weird. I don't want to. Yeah. Just leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really, really enjoyed Blasphemous. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, in the absence of Hollow Knight never coming out, um, I'll play Blasphemous too. <laughs> nice, nice. Have you? Um, what's the one that released the the Metrovania that Lee's been playing? Uh, Benedict. Oh, something? the last case of Benedict Fox, I think is a full title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I started it up. I haven't got back to it. Okay. I need to. Uh, um. It looks like, I don't know, I, I did the tutorial, which is like five minutes, mm-hmm. less than that probably, and then it's like, oh, they're in like this spooky Adams family house, and I pressed pause, and there's a map, and this is very much my kind of thing, where it's like Metrovania, so uh, yeah, I want to get back to that, but I don't know, just don't have the impetus to play anything other than Vampire Survivors. <laughs> 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 Which is fair, as yeah, we, as we mentioned on the last episode off. we were on together. It's all you need. It's mm. the only game you need forever. It's fine. Yeah, uh, you're you're not wrong. The new DLC is cool. And it's like mushroom people. And as you mentioned in the Discord, they're going to be making an anime as well. As we said, yeah. they should probably just <laughs> yeah. make an anime. And suddenly it's like, oh yes, we're making an anime. They heard you, Ben. Yeah. I'm glad. Royalties, get that royalty money. <laughs> I'm glad I'm just throwing ideas out into the ether and they just yes. become reality now. You are the only person to have the idea. So, you know, we can, yeah. It, it's clear, clear, clear line between that podcast and them making money. Completely. So. Completely. We, 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 yep. we, we should be able to 
claim something at some point, at least to keep us in beers for at least another kind of two weeks or something like that. So that's fine. Uh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's return to our beers then and finish out mm-hmm. for this episode. Um, Lucy, the polys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, remains good. It's still, yeah, the reason I've been supping it slowly just because the taste just lingers. It's got a really nice aftertaste, like mm. still fruity. Still a little bit piney, a little bit bitter. So it's just, just really well balanced. And Polly's make good beer. Yeah. Like, can never differentiate them. Like, Bohemian IPA is like any other IPA I've had yeah, from them. It's like, <laughs> but it still tastes good. It's like all the augmented series as well. It's mm. sort of like we're doing some different things. It's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you yes, are. Yes, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Mosaic and Simcoe. Um, I love Mosaic. Simcoe's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's good. 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 What more can you say? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, r- returning back to this Stiggy pop from Magic Rock, mm-hmm. um, it actually finished very similarly to how it started. So those flavours did kind of battle each other all through the beer. It didn't level out to a point where it became kind of one cohesive sort of flavour. And the lasting taste that I've got is of that more floral, alcohol kind of after shavy sort of flavour which is I mean the thing that changed was that it became a little bit more maybe chewy a little bit more sticky so it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it became a little bit more sort of like okay oh, I'm getting those kind of alcohol bits now I don't want this let's have another sip to, to get back to mm-hmm. the start of that slightly more fluid uh, kind of oily sort of start to it um, so I don't know I don't think I would pick this up again. Um, Fair. It's not much of a hit yeah. for me. Uh, it's fine as a yeah, as a, as yeah. a one off, and it's an interesting range of flavors. But yeah, it's not a kind of. It's not a supermarket staple that I'm going to be rushing to Tesco's <laughs> to pick up every week. Yeah. Uh, so mm. yeah. <laughs> That's what um the. Post uh, Brexit and recession supermarket suite will be called supermarket staple, where you can only pick up like own brands and just <laughs> the basics. Like, no, you can you can't pick up that nice TV. You can only get rice, <laughs> <laughs> and everything is in exactly the same size carton. You're like, oh, good, I've got yeah. five hundred ml of Passata. Oh, good, I've got five hundred ml of orange juice. Oh, good, I've got yeah. 500 mil of rice all in exactly the <laughs> same cardboard-lined box. <laughs> we'll resurrect Dale Winton, God bless his heart and soul. Um, <laughs> it's just him throwing like, oh. cartons at people. Just, here you go, don't oh, fucking You got the baked beans, did you? <laughs> very, very good. Mm, no, chicken leave, soup leave in this leave, 500 yeah. mil carton. Beautiful. Yeah. Leave the wine. <laughs> Supermarket staple. Alcoholic. Can't get that. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I mean, uh, did you did you see that? Um, was it like I can't remember what it is this morning or something like that? Where it was 
Um, they were like doing the. <laughs> was it what's his name? Um, Holly Willoughby and the Geezer, where they were doing like this um competition, and they were like spinning this <laughs> wheel, and it's like, oh, you get your. <laughs> Energy bills paid for this month. <laughs> that was one of the uh, prizes you could win in like what is just a dystopia now. It's not like oh, forget the forget the cruise, <laughs> yeah. forget the uh, trip to Egypt. I I want them to pay my energy fucking bills hell, for the next really? two months. That's fucking yeah. nuts. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, like you know low Dickensian time. <laughs> low low kind of you know low prize new garden furniture set. Cool. All right. Yeah. Fine. Mm. Uh, uh, next low kind of prize, <laughs> exercise bike or some shit. Yeah. You know? And then you're like, cool. Or I could get a new car, or a, a holiday, an all-inclusive holiday to no. the Caribbean. Perfect. No. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I'm done. No, just gonna pay for your gas for a bit, mate. Just yeah, yeah. And the person who won that, they were so like thankful and like Fuck. relieved. And it's like it's so sad. And it's like. Yeah, I'm sure more people would want their energy bills paid for than having a new car. That's nuts, isn't it? Absolutely nuts. Yeah. And it was just like, oof. I... <laughs> what times are we living in? I, uh... <laughs> oh, that'll be like, um, what was the higher or lower one? Um, the price is right. Oh, yeah. like, your higher bill, your energy bills higher or lower this winter <laughs> than uh, this uh, Fiat Punto <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll resurrect Bruce for that one. Oh, <laughs> nuts! It's fucking. It's yeah. it. It is laughable, but it's also fucking diabolical. It, yes. <laughs> If you don't laugh, you'll cry, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I definitely missed the £66 the government paid me because I exist <sighs> mm. to go towards the overpriced energy bill that I'm currently uh, mm-hmm. uh, paying when they just decided to fucking stop that. Well, it's fine for, fine for, absolutely fine for me, and I can laugh about that sort of shit. Not yeah. fine for a lot of people who are saying, exactly. like, why am I paying £200 a month now? To heat yeah. my one bedroom flat that's got me and my two kids fucking living in. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. Fucking. But they'll shocking. just tell you stop, stop, stop buying avocados and you'll be fine, apparently. Absolutely. No more coffee, mm-hmm. no more avocado, no, more co- no coffee out, yeah. no more avocados. Um, yeah. And I suppose uh, <laughs> as long as they've got, you know, spend that £3 you spend on your coffee on an entry to this morning's. Wheel of fortune <laughs> to be able to win yes. a month's worth of fucking gas. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Lots of these games that we play, which are dystopian fucking futures, aren't that far off anymore, are they? No, like basically in Citizen Sleeper Time, where it's not on a spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no difference. Just here. Yeah. Um, I, I did see, and, and my kind of my final thought um, was uh, I saw a tweet from mm-hmm. the last worker, oh, yeah. which uh, um, was quote tweeting something to say that is it Amazon are getting rid of like five thousand jobs because they're going to be putting AI systems in, and the tweet oh, the tweet go. from the last worker basically said 
our game is not political. That was it. It's like <laughs> brilliant. Perfect, perfect tweet. Yeah. From they this. must work for Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. <sighs> the state of fucking things, I mean, eh? I, I don't know if you'll ever play Walmart's Warehouse, mm. but um pretty much the same ending. <laughs> Poor Wilmot. He he took pride in that, and yeah, just overworked. God, that overworked. That, that, that 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 game is just it cut it cut me deep. <laughs> it was so stressful. I didn't want Wilmot to get sapped, but capitalism just works that way. I'm gonna okay, will will is it M O U T or M O O T? Yeah, Wilmot. Ooh. Will Mott. It's not coming. Was it double L? Maybe it's, no, maybe it's, it's a single just L. I'm sure it's just W. Yeah, it's a single L. That's I-L-M. where I'm going wrong. Yeah. Cool. Very good game. Add it, to it, that, wish that list. I don't know why that's not been on my wish list, considering we've mm. talked about it a lot. Yeah. Um, it scratches an itch. Yeah. That is 9 out of 10 on Steam. Very nice. Yeah, just scratch, isn't it? Yeah, perfect. It was free on. Oh, if you, it was free on Epic Game Store in 2020. So I don't oh. want to check. Ooh. Um, you got it on there. Mm, who knows? I'll have a look. As if I did miss yeah. a lot of Epic Games deals mm. for a period of time, but I'll have a look. I'll see mm. where it comes up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Okay. Um. I suppose that's it for this week. We've talked about the yeah. beers. We've talked about the games. We've cried a little bit about late-stage capitalism and the (laughs) state of the world that has spun out of all of this. Especially now that Waypoint Radio is going. Oh, I'm so fucking uh, sad about that. Oh, no. That one hurts. Yeah. Man, what am I going to listen to? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Who's going to fight the fucking good fight? Um, Yeah. Who's actually going to have good criticism of games outside of Xbox good, Switch bad, PlayStation good, <laughs> Sega bad. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like... The big fights, yeah. PlayStation versus yeah. Sega, Nintendo versus Xbox. Yeah, those. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like who's actually going to have these conversations? Without, you know. <laughs> I, I did. Um... Yeah, it's like I don't care. Like. Um, you know, how fast the woman in Forspoken flies, you know? I mean, it's like, <laughs> actually talk about things maybe outside of the game, um, other than the gameplay itself. I don't care if the sound design's cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Speak of something that's actually worthwhile to my interest. Yes, completely. But, uh, yeah. I did read, and I'll leave everyone on this, um... I did read on Twitter today, and the uh, absolute hellscape that Twitter is—it's uh, <laughs> really bad now. There's a like, there's a there's the like a get rid of um, like Phil top. Spencer campaign. Oh on. really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's done a lot of good. I, I think I think Xbox are only like just about here still now in the conversation because of what he did. Absolutely. But, I don't know, there's been something systemically wrong in that company about actually making and shipping games. That needs to be looked at, for sure. Mm. But, you know what, I like Big Phil. 
<laughs> I don't really care. I have no horse in this race. I mean, I think it's because Redfall is like bad, and it's like <laughs> a lot of it has <laughs> oh, come from that. You. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, bless you! You thought that was going to be good. Mm. <laughs> it's just like this really boring vampire game that looks like it came out when Twilight came out. Okay. And people actually care. But again, and just like, Arcane, yeah. who have made some fantastic single player edging on yeah. immersive sim games going into yeah, but this a never looked good shooter but, I, but this never looked good right from from the get-go because mm. it's not what arcane do for a yep. start this is like a co-op shooter you know what i mean it's like Absolutely. oh anthem wasn't good <laughs> <laughs> you know the the marvel is it was it not guardians avengers of the Galaxy, the avengers mm. game is not good <laughs> could have thought but um no, it's like, it's like I, I think I think it's more of an um, indictment on them just because Sony's doing well with their first party yeah. um, things and have been for the last 12, 13 years or so. Yeah, so. absolutely. But, so I, I really couldn't care less. Like, I don't care about Halo, even though that's been a car <laughs> crash, what happened. And it's like, I, I feel sorry for people who do think that those... I think AAA games for me anyway, especially. It's just like most of them are bad. <laughs> the ones that are good, it's like are like rare. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> so it's like oh, another AAA game is bad or just middling. <laughs> okay, yeah. move on. So much more to play. Um, but but yeah, I mean that Hi-Fi Rush game was very good. Yes. Um, I, I need to get back to that. So. I don't know what else they've had out recently. Xbox. Um, was Forza? No, Forza was a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, Forza was two years um, ago now, maybe. Mm, uh, Pentiment. That was really good, mm. yeah. Um, so it's just like... Yeah, I, I don't know how rushed out this was. or It just seemed like the whole concept was dead in the water and they just like put it out. But um, well, but again... But, I mean, it, it doesn't cost anybody anything, so why are people getting mad for a start? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just get Game Pass. It's like, Absolutely. okay, say if you even pay £10 a month for it, you've got all these other games, so... And it, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those where I didn't like Age of Empires 4 when it released. An, an mm-hmm. Xbox or a Microsoft-made mm-hmm. game um, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it, and I luckily, having Game Pass, just went back and played Crusader Kings three instead. Yeah, uh, different yeah. different game, but it hit the same kind of itch for me. Yeah. So at least yeah. with Game Pass, there is such a wealth of games on there that you mm-hmm. everyone will find something for them. Um, if Microsoft's first party games aren't really hitting. But, you, but it just seems like just a reason to like sling you know, oh my console's better than your well, console because absolutely. Redfall's better. It's like, who cares? Just buy a PlayStation yeah. as well. Then. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I don't understand. It's like why does Microsoft have to be up there with AAA games with Sony? I mean, but I mean, from a business side point of view, it's like because Sony's games sell. Um, but from a, I don't know, a cloud point of view, who cares? <laughs> Square Enix have no good games. You know, <laughs> they're still, tr- tr- you know, going along fine. Oh, Final Fantasy Sixteen's out in I mean, like NFTs a month's time. Yeah, um, which which may be good. It may be very good. It 
it ain't going to be Final Fantasy fourteen, <laughs> is it? Yeah. It's like which keeps them, you yeah, know, absolutely. chugging along. Yeah. I, I don't. Get it. It's just like, because yeah, because anyone who's just in the Xbox ecosystem now has just like such a low barrier of entry <laughs> into <laughs> playing these games. If you don't like Redfall, then didn't cost you anything to buy Absolutely. it. You know? uh, I, I blame Crackdown 3. Um, I mean, that that was the ultimate <laughs> Game Pass game, because it's like, I had fun with that. It was just like a mindless thing that played with a podcast. Is it good? No. <laughs> it's probably more bad than it is good. <laughs> but I never expected it to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think people have too high an expectation of Xbox. It's like, where did you get this? This from <laughs> just be disappointed just all the every time. time. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going with zero expectations. <laughs> Good. Um. Yeah, but, but yeah, I need to see this hashtag get fill yeah, out. D- d- jump on Twitter and and have a look. Yeah, I mean, better the devil, you know. Though, like, he actually likes games and plays games. Like, if you get in someone like Don Matry, <laughs> then it's gay, though. There isn't. <laughs> They're just feel like we're going to put XL on every oh, Xbox. Could you could you imagine uh, that the, the Axie Blizz King deal doesn't go through? Phil gets shifted, mm. and they bring in Bobby Kotick to, uh, to, oh, to no. start running Xbox. Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll get a new Gears game every year. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's what the Xbox gamers want. New good Gears game, just clone it every I mean, single time. Doesn't matter. I wouldn't say no. Yeah, absolutely. The same Forza, the same Gears. Just, just yeah. churn out. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there. I mean, Starfield is the next big one, isn't it? Yes. Well. Uh, I think that's going to come out broken as hell. I mean, <laughs> but I. Th- <laughs> If the previous <laughs> games are anything to go by, yes, it will be absolutely. It will be fun. It will be broken. Yeah, fun and yeah. Broken. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be even funner seeing everyone freak out. But um, yeah, that game looks like it could be cool. It does. And I don't even like space. And it's like that game could be cool. And if it's broken, that seems like it may <laughs> even be cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, Skyrim in space and broken? Hell yeah. yeah you, you can see it, can't you? Just as soon as the game sort of starts up and it's all very serious, like you've got to get to your, however, you've got to get to your spaceship, blah, 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 blah. And there's just someone in the background, like, fucking moving backwards and forwards because yeah. the, the body fucking like, model is just fucked. Didn't like. realise it was low gravity <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually. I can't that, wait. It, it's an actual I mission. They're in the background, like, "Oh, help me!" <laughs> and everyone's just like, "No, it's a bug." Oh, fucking hell. Has that got a date? Ooh, Septemberish sort of time, I think. August oh, or September. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that will be fun. You'd be thinking fun. that maybe everyone in Xbox, in all of their internal studios, are thinking a little bit around. Maybe we just want to touch more polish time yeah 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 and um <laughs> yeah let, 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 let's hope it comes out well for everybody yeah, absolutely. but um yeah i i, I I'm not, maybe that's what i'm looking forward to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i need going. like a 
open world. Like, it's been a while since I've played an open world game. I guess Elden Ring's open world. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's... But when yeah, did you play that? Last year or the year before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I only have, like, one in me per year, <laughs> if that. Um, that's fair. Maybe Zelda is this year. Oh, maybe yes. Oh, that's only... That's year. only, like, three or four weeks' time, isn't it? A week it? away, well. yeah. Is that all? It's yeah, really think, a week away. I think it's... 12th, so yeah, it's coming out next week, nice. next Friday. I'm looking forward to that. I'm just gonna give it a punt and jump in. Yeah, so I think that's I need to get lost in something. Mm. So I think that's what I, what I need. Good if it wasn't, well, <laughs> it's hot at night. Suppose, so join us in a couple of weeks to hear Lucy's thoughts on Zelda. Um, yeah, I'll be like, it's crap. Who knows what we're it's gonna do about links. Yeah. Who knows what we're going to talk about Link's next week? Weapons keep yes, exactly. Just, still. just weapon degradation is awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, mm. go to your podcast service of choice to rate and reverse. Hit us up on outoflives.net where you can see our beautiful faces and the beers that we have been drinking in video form. If you're not over on the YouTube channel, and there's lots of other stuff going on at outoflives.net. Get us on Twitter at tankedupcast or on Instagram, the much unloved Instagram. I am at Nova underscore 47, and Lucy is... Uh, Juicy Loose 9 um, on that hellscape that is Twitter. Mm. Yeah, it's really bad. It's still, it's really still bad. there, still floating about a bit. I don't know, but it, it is. It's just, it's just, it looks like um, after MySpace went down or something like that, and it's just <laughs> filled with... God knows what bots. just robot. It's literally bots just posting AI art, and it's like, <laughs> or people with blue ticks with the worst opinion <laughs> imaginable. It's just, uh, yeah. I want it to die, and I want something to replace it. Um, I think we're, we're due that time where there needs to be a new social media. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Would you? I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah, something different though. Not in a, not in the vein of the mm-hmm. social medias that we have now. Uh, not your yeah, hives, which are kind of Instagram-ish. Um, mm-hmm. Or I haven't checked out Mastodon, but whatever that is, my, who, knows? who we, knows? We need Tumblr back. We need more porn. I mean, fine. <laughs> That's a quick Google search, to be fair. Um, <laughs> we're off now to explore the new social media of, of porn Google searches. Um, come and join us in the Discord. Do all of those lovely things. Thank you very much for joining us this week, and we will see you very soon. Goodbye. Bye. www.outoflives.net